0: previously on Subtle Frequencies.
1: I got this coupon for the big the big Kmart and I tried to go and redeem it and it nothing and they told me they turned me away. They turned you away? I got this coupon, it's written on the paper.
2: Well, is it inspired?
1: Damn it, Linda, I don't know shit what? like that.
2: Well, look at it, you got the
1: paper in front of you. Is it inspired. You always question everything I do. I'm God, just asking a
2: question.
0: Hello and welcome to Subtle Frequencies. This week we're talking angels. What are they? You know, are they just people with wings? Are they a, a terrifying mass of wings and eyeballs? Are they? Um, and I'm just looking at Wikipedia here. A 2001 song by Shaggy. Nobody knows, but there's a lot of mysteries to angels. A lot of conflicting information, and we're gonna kind of get to the bottom of what's the deal with these guys. Should we be afraid or be not afraid? I don't know, so we're gonna find out. Stay tuned. And my guest today, Benny Carter, he, him, is the acting senior organizer at the flea market in the abandoned Kmart. Benny has been toiling away at his life's work, his magnum opus, The Fifth Wave of Ska. Benny is the keyboard player in the Ska band, Sweet Action Satisfaction. There's not enough love for keyboard players in Ska. That's a fact. In his spare time, Benny enjoys translating Latin texts. Well, Benny, great to have you on the show. How are you doing today?
3: Uh, thanks, Pan. It's 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 good to be here. I, I am doing well. I am well today.
0: Awesome. Well, you're um surprisingly, I mean, just like going over those bona fides, you wouldn't think that you're town's foremost expert in angels, but I asked around a bit, and
3: I think you are. I, I, I wouldn't say expert. It's more like I'm exposed to them, but expert implies that I would go out of my way to know things.
0: Okay. I mean, fair enough. But I mean, it sounds like the exposure is just like the information is just leaking into that brain of yours. It must be
3: uh, for, for better or for worse. It, it's, it is in there. I can't, I can't stop it, Pan. Uh, I can't well,
0: stop it. I'm sorry. Hope this doesn't bring up any horrible memories or anything, but
3: um, I mean, how did your exposure to these angels
0: start anyway?
3: Uh, Well, it's a, uh, a harrowing tale of living the dream of working in a retail environment really uh, so do you, you you remember the Kmart as as Kmart right we yeah. we were all there we we've all shopped there uh, i i used to work there uh, eventually they said hey benny take the key close up at night and i was like I, I don't i don't want it but they kept they kept saying benny take the key so i i i, t- I took the key I locked the door at night. One day, I, I I lost the key, but I I didn't think I lost the key. Uh, they were like Benny, where's the key? You have the key, and I'm like, no, I don't have the key. I gave the key back, and this went on for a while. Uh, and eventually, I guess n- nobody had the key, so the the Kmart closed, and we we had to I had to go clean out my locker, and then I realized I had the key, because I was able to get in to clean out my locker. Uh, mm. But when I was there, uh, it, was, it was a rainy day, and, and there was someone in the parking lot, and they they were trying to sell stuff because it was just an abandoned parking lot, uh, sure. and I felt bad because it was in the rain. And so I, I opened the door, and I said, here, just, just stand in there. It's fine. No one's going to come in and bother you. You can just sell what you want to sell. And it, I mean, to make a long story short, it just kind of got out of hand from there.
0: <clears> hmm. <throat> As these things often do you know it's like you give a mouse a cookie you give uh one vendor um you know space at an abandoned store we all know the rest of the story
3: tale as old as time yeah now was this first vendor an angel
0: or did the angels come
3: later it's kind of fuzzy in my brain because I, honestly i didn't commit a lot of effort into it like it was just an offhand thing they were selling a thing and i was like whatever go in the side it's fine whatever mm. i i never meant for this to be what it is i i don't like that this all started because of me but here we are
0: sometimes just be that way well let's talk you know more recently cuz definitely there's been some point along along this timeline where Um, I would say a critical mass of angels has sort of appeared in this space. Angels and angel related uh, vendors. And so I guess when did when did it really get angeled up in there?
3: It was a a slow kind of burn on that one. I think it was first it was just like two people and then it was was four people. And then all of a sudden before I, I realized that I looked around and I just like it's like angel turn around, angel, turn around, angels, turn around, different angels. And it was just uh, I wanna say in uh six months or so, it really just uh you, you can't you can't take a step without stepping on a an angel wing. Oh. They're just they're everywhere.
0: And they hate to be stepped on.
3: Most of them, yeah.
0: Okay. Some of them are into it. That makes sense. Everybody has their thing.
3: They're like people, but with uh horrifying, terrifying powers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, unknowable and frightening. Got it. Um, quick side thing. Um, you're in a ska band. I don't think I knew this.
3: What's going on there? So we're we're really working on trying to reinvent the genre beyond not just this current phase that it's in, but all phases. Uh, oh. we're really trying to bring it into an eternal phase of ska music. It's gonna be. Uh, basically the coolest thing that anyone's ever heard ever. Once we're done, once it gets to that point, it's not there yet. We're working on it. Gotcha. Uh, right now we're trying to uh, retweak uh, the the pick it up phrase right now. Okay. I'm, right now what I've got is pick it up and you know, it's, it's, I'm still workshopping it, but once we get there, that's going to be the big breaking point. It'll all flow from there. I'm sure of it.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's been the thing that's been holding ska back for I mean, at least like, you know, most people breaking out a third wave is like, they just they don't, they're stuck on Pick It Up.
3: Yeah, well, they, they, it's, you know, you enunciate it too much, people are going to get caught up on it. It's, it's a stumbling block. You really, we need less enunciation in Ska. That'll really, really open up the doors. Absolutely.
0: You know, as much as I love Cheswick's show, um, and just listening to all manner of Ska every week. I mean, it's right there in the title. Pick it up. He's he's stuck.
3: You know, his his heart's in the right place, but you're right. He's he's holding back the the movement, the future. And it's it's unfortunate that he has to be on that side, but he's he's chosen his side. It's right there in the name. Like you yeah. said. Well,
0: you know, maybe he'll come around. Maybe not. Um, but we are not here to talk about ska as much as I would like to. We're talking <sighs> angels, um, and I think it's time to just maybe get some callers in. We can talk to some people, you know, field their questions about angels, obviously. Uh, maybe talk to some angels. I don't think I know any, but I would love to. What do
3: you think? Uh, let's let's bring on the callers. Let's do this.
0: All right, let's do it right after these words from our sponsors.
3: Hey there,
0: Moonstompers and Rude Girls. Jeswick Darton here to remind you to tune in to pick it up your local wellspring of non-stop ska listening. Tired of the same old ska? Cheswick here's got everything from two-tone to fourth wave on a constant mix and mash to tickle your fancy. Remember to tune in every Wednesday from 8.15 to 11.45 p.m. and listen to Pick It Up or check out all of Ches's playlists online by searching for Pick It Up on Beat Dreamer. That's right, Pick It Up, all one word, on Beat Dreamer. That's all the time Chez has. So see you all on the Scotanic airwaves. Great ads. Um, you have any tubas in the band, Benny? Just
3: oh, we have rotating tubas. Like, not not every song is going to require a tuba. Sometimes sure. you know you need that extra stank of a tuba, and so we we got a guy. He's very nice, uh, but he's not a, a permanent member of the band.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Got to mix it up. All right. Well, good to know. But back to Angel Talk. We've got the callers ready to go. Uh, thing is lighting up, so that means I should press this button and the first callers on. Hello.
4: Hello. My name is Carmine. Uh, my pronouns are she, he, uh, or they. And uh, I'm calling because I sell affordable angel figurines at the abandoned Kmart, the flea market, you know.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, the flea market that's in the abandoned Kmart.
4: Uh, my my little booth is called Everyday Angel Supplier because I provide access to angels of any kind. I've got uh very affordable, uh, you know, I got dog angels, I got horse angels, I got human angels, I got snake angels, I got all the angels. I got, you know, if there's a kind of angel, I have a very affordable figuring. People can come and they will definitely find an angel that is good for them Uh, because I want everybody to be able to have an angel so that they can look at it and say, oh, yes, I like that. That's a very good angel. But also, I've called in because before, in the past, I had a partner in my business. It was Teresa. Mm -hmm. Teresa, do not go to her booth. Do not go to her booth. I want everyone who's listening to this to know that she is my enemy, but also, all of her angels are very expensive. They are not accessible for people. They're not, you know, you want to... You want to be sharing the angels with the world, and Teresa is making these angels that people can't buy. And that, I think, is pretty, pretty garbage. Also, also, she's taking up all this space, taking up all this space in the flea market, which isn't fair, right? When we became enemies, we decided it was going to be fair and square, but it's not.
0: Hmm. I mean, I don't want to drag this beef out, but, like... I would love to. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, what's going on with this beef? Like, why... It sounds like y'all have a lot in common.
4: Well, we were best friends and, and partners in business and, and our love of angels. But I, I, it, it started as a philosophical difference of, well, maybe we should, you know, have, you know, like a variety of different options at Everyday Angel Supplier. And then it was, well, uh, I want to make real big ones that are really big. And I said, no, I don't want to do that. And, and she said, I do want to do that. And then we argued. And then she called me names. And then she was saying... I don't want to, I do want to bring the beef out, but some some of it I cannot remember because it was we mm-hmm. were yelling. It was very loud, and sure, sometimes yeah. I forget when things get loud.
0: That happens, sure. Benny, is this affecting the
3: store in any way? The
0: I, I dynamics mean, it,
3: in there. It definitely adds some tension to the atmosphere. Uh, we we try and kind of separate people who maybe are. A little more confrontational with each other, so so they don't yell as much. But it, it is a free marketplace. There's there's no rules that say only one kind of angel can be sold. And I feel like that's where some of the rub is coming in. Mm.
4: And and I appreciate you, Benny, because you know you try to keep it fair and square. And but also you know I feel like some people, like Teresa, for example, you know pushing those laws and those boundaries. There's no laws. It's the flea market and the band and Kmart. There's no laws there. But, you know, I don't know. I, I'm just, I was just, call, that's all I wanted to say. I only wanted to say that Teresa is is a, is a piece of shit and I hate her. So, all right. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry damn. I swore. I shouldn't have sworn right then. Cussing's not good. Oh, man, the angels are looking funny at me. All right,
3: I gotta go. Oh, okay. Well, bye. Hmm. Uh, bye, Carmine.
0: Well. Oh. That was something, you know. I usually don't like to just like have explicit kind of beefs on the show. It's not really what we're here to discuss.
3: It's a little counterproductive, I feel, to the atmosphere. Uh, but it's it, it takes all kinds. Is is one of the things that a lot of the angels say when they, when people sell them. It's it's like written on the angels. Is it takes all kinds. Hmm. Important to remember, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, shoot. Kind of a dud. Let's, uh, maybe let's just talk to someone else. Uh, all right. Someone who is less angry, I hope. Uh, next caller you're on. Uh,
5: my name is Jojo McHenry. I go by they, them, and I am pissed.
0: Um, okay. I
5: am so pissed. What's I'm wrong? I'm gonna need a new pair of pants. I'm so pissed.
0: Tell, tell us more. That's please. a bit of
5: pantaloons humor.
0: Yeah. I don't anything. usually
5: go for that kind of stuff, but I am angry.
0: Uh huh.
5: I hear there's where you could file a complaint about
0: angel-related affairs. I mean, that's not really what this is about.
3: That's that's really not the kind of. It, it, I'm more like a a building manager than I I'm not in charge of any of the booths.
5: Yeah, about that. Uh, I got a big old complaint. Uh, angel-related. It's angel affairs. Uh, so I went I went down to the big Kmart. <clears throat> you know the one. And I wanted to get a portrait with me and my dogs as angels uh as a present to my husband. You know cuz we got we got 16 to 17 Chinese crushes that we live with. And they all wanted to look like little rock and roll angels.
3: Okay. That is a common request actually, yeah.
5: I went over to on the wings of love, not the song, the place, uh the booth with the the portraits of the oil paintings of people as angels. And you know, I I spent over three thousand dollars on this portrait. <clears throat> <Dang>. And <clears throat> sorry, I, <clears throat> some of my dip went down the throat. Uh, I I spent over three k on this, and it's and three months of my time for poses. And you know, the likeness as far as our bodies goes is wonderful. I mean, they gave all those dogs the pecs that they don't have in the real life. But you know what? They wanted it to look swole.
0: Can't blame him? I gotta
5: say, all the faces are wrong. They're so there. It's a sickening feeling looking at these faces.
0: Like they just didn't capture your essence? Or what's what's wrong exactly?
5: They don't look like a dog's faces. And even though they gave them more human musculature, that was at my request. Mm. They gave them this kind of old lady face look and then i I couldn't help but notice uh the altar at the booth of the artist's grandmother, and it looked awful similar
0: interesting.
5: and all my dogs don't look like this, yeah, they don't all it. look like an old little, little old person, and they even got you know they got those eyes that they just they're all dewy. And then my face in the portrait also looks a little bit like that. And then my partner's face looks like that as well, my husband. And, you know, I'm looking at this and I'm going, we look kind of like the same person, but from two different times on a kind of our hair is different. Mm Hmm. Because it's our two bodies, but much more muscular than they are normally. And then a lot of weird hair. And then these two absolutely identical grandma faces and people are going to see this hanging over a fireplace. list. They're going to go, what happened? So I would like to know where i go to get my money back.
3: Benny, does this happen a lot? Uh, I, I've heard similar complaints before from from this particular artisan. Uh And l- l- let me ask you a question, caller. Uh, I'm right uh, here. So when you came in and you looked at the booth, and you said I needed a portrait, did you, you did say you looked at all the other portraits, right? That were on on display in the booth?
5: I figured they were all of the same person.
3: Well, I'm saying you, you saw the artist's work, you saw multiple examples of the artist's work, and then now that you have your finished, commissioned product that you asked for, you're complaining that it looks like the other pieces of work that this artist made, right? Mm. You, you asked for their product, they gave you their product, and now you're complaining that it's the product you asked for.
5: Are you trying to screw me out of my hot tub, money?
3: Uh, I'm just simply trying to uh, make sure that we're on the same page of you asked for something, you saw examples of what it would look like, and now that it looks like these examples that you saw, you are upset. Is that right?
5: I asked for a very tall portrait of all my animals dressed up, And not necessarily dressed up. I asked for them to look as if they had died, gone to heaven and come back down as pretty beautiful angels. And windows did not look like dogs. They looked like people with dog bodies and dog hair and angel wings. I got questions about that. And I don't like feeling those questions.
3: Hmm. All right. I would like
5: my money back so I could spend it on something better because my husband's birthday is coming up and I ain't got. but this 12 by 12 portrait of a bunch of people dogs wings
3: i mean that's pretty cool
5: people that do not look like myself or him
3: Uh, but you do look angelic in those portraits correct
5: well you can't really see the wings on the people because of the dogs they're
3: everywhere i mean you did you did ask for a lot of dogs in this picture
5: it's not our fault we both love them
3: I'm sure love you do. Love
5: them enough that even when they pass and become angels, we still love them.
3: Oh, why don't you try thinking of it as, it's not that you aren't in the picture, it's you're in the picture in your most angelic form.
5: Which... As a very different person with a different musculature and facial feature set.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like, I mean, you know, things happen when you become an angel. You get wings, you get a harp, you have a sort of old woman's face,
3: etc.
5: I do not accept this and you couldn't expect a formal complaint. I'm going to get this place shut down.
3: Uh it 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 already is shut down. It's an abandoned Kmart.
5: I would like to speak to your supervisor.
3: I I am the acting senior organizer. Uh there there is no supervisor above me and I I promise you Well, of
5: course, excluding Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior up in his crystal tower high in
3: heaven. I, I met sp- specifically at the abandoned Kmart Flea Market of Angels.
0: Wait, but Jojo, when you asked to speak to the supervisor, are you saying you would like to speak to Jesus Christ?
5: Yes, and this is not an invitation to murder me.
0: Can't think of any other ways to make it happen.
3: Uh,
5: I don't know. Go to communion. Talk to the Pope.
3: These are all things that I I believe you you can fold your hands and lower your head in prayer.
5: Have the Pope translate, because we all know Jesus Christ shrieks so loud it blows up your head.
0: Yeah, I think you should just get to praying. Um, pray on this a little bit and see if if Christ's guidance maybe takes you somewhere.
5: Well, you better hope that Christ don't hear these, because they're going to be about you and they're going to be incendiary. Have a blessed day, and I will see you next week.
3: I, I will see you there.
0: All right, thanks for calling. That's interesting. So, Benny, is, does this portrait, this artist, do they... Make everyone just look like their grandma is what's going yeah, on here,
3: yeah they I, they're a nice guy they just they feel like their grandma's the best angel, like their guardian angel they're, they're a perfect mm, angel. A their perfect angel shes their grandma is angelic, I guess you could say, and so when someone says, Hey, paint me like an angel that that's that's what they do they say, well, what's more angelic than my grandma right and, yeah, unfortunately they they haven't really figured out that that's not what people are actually asking for. Uh, hmm. But yeah, he is in that legal gray area of all of his his works are on display, and they all show his his grandma's face. So there you are. It's it is exactly as advertised.
0: Yeah, I mean, can't fault him there. And like we we're getting at before, you know, they're. I mean, there are a lot of different interpretations of angels, and a lot of sort of transformations you expect when a person goes from alive to angel. Who say one of them isn't sort of a grammification?
3: Yeah, this is just a very specific interpretation of angel. It's true.
0: Yeah, but you know, just as valid as anything else, perhaps. Yeah, why not? It beats me. I haven't died yet.
3: Same, same pan. Wow! <sighs> nice,
0: nice. Let's keep it up. Um uh, seems like kind of a drag. Dying, that is.
3: That's that's what they tell me. Mm. The angels, I mean.
0: Oh, yeah? Do they have they told you much about the afterlife?
3: I mean, mostly they're trying to like coax you and to be like, oh, do the right thing. Make sure you're following the rules and that the, they have like that holier than thou attitude. Uh, not all Ugh. of them some of them are chill, but you know, uh, it does seem like the actual act of death is sort of, uh, killer, if you will, forgive the pun.
0: Okay, I forgive you. Well, weird, yeah. I don't, know. I don't want. To. I'm just gonna keep not dying for the foreseeable future. Um, cool, cool, cool. And so, with that, yeah, let's uh, let's just uh, talk to someone else, I guess. Um, someone hopefully who doesn't have some kind of bone to pick with someone else. Here we go. Another caller you're on.
1: My name is Teresa, and I go by see her.
0: All right. What's going on?
1: I have been listening to your programs, and I do not like what I've heard. I do not like this slander being hurled at mine. Good night.
0: Teresa. Oh, you're the other angel seller. Is that right?
1: I'm the original angel seller. I'm not the, old, I'm not the other angel seller.
0: Sure. Okay.
1: I want to hear you say it.
0: No.
3: I'm mostly sure that could be accurate. I, I'm not super sure. Like I said, I didn't really care. We started
1: this business together at my request, because I've always loved angels, because they have spoken to me since I was born. Okay. And I just wanted to say that that's the other person, Carmine, who I do not talk to anymore, even though our booths are adjoined. We did not speak because of creative differences, also she owes me thirteen ninety nine.
0: Okay, so tell us about these creative differences though, because I'm not sure I understand where the problem is.
1: Well Carmine sells little eating angels that are for people that do not like art. They are for people who do not care about craftsmanship, who do not want to pay people what they are worth. I'm trying to sell scale replicas of angels that are actual size. And are accurate to their beings and their dimensions and their character. And I don't like it when people sell little baby angels that aren't yet. The angels are big. Angels are seven feet tall.
0: Oh, that's pretty big.
1: Sometimes seven and a half. Sure. And they got piercing marble eyes. What? I only use the finest Italian marble that I grow myself in a rock lab.
0: Okay, so they're like people with big, beautiful wings that are seven feet tall? Is that Mm -hmm. what's going on?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Hunks. Every single one of them. And not just a marble. They got lots of big swinging arms and they're strong and they got pecs that are smooth and you got things covering their giblets because that would be wrong. And they got big angelic wings. And some of them are holding cups. Some of them are inside of fountains, which makes the sculpture much bigger.
0: Do you have any of the ones that I've been hearing a lot about lately that are like, um... Kind of scary.
1: I like the gargoyles? i got a bunch of angel gargoyles that go on top of castles or on top of churches or up inside of pews like where Huck Finn and uh, Tom Story would have hung out when they washed their own funeral. Well, uh-huh. we got a lot of good ones up there like that, but my favorite angels are the ones that you put in your home. Sure. You put them in your window.
0: You put a seven-foot-tall angel in your window? hmm
1: and it's going, it's waving like this with its hand up in the air, so that when your neighbors walk by, they know that an angel is watching them.
0: Okay, so do you have any of the ones that are kind of, like, kind of popular right now that are, like, a big wheel with, like, 50 or 60 wings on it, anything like that?
1: No, that's horrific. I would never do that now, uh... I- I've faced a lot of criticisms for the hard lines that I draw in the sand when it comes to my craft. I have been told that I am ridiculous for wanting to make a scale replica of elephant angels. But you don't get to just have an elephant angel without it taking up nine feet of square space.
3: Uh, They do take up a lot of space in the flea market. It's a bit excessive, I'm not going to lie.
1: I was called upon by the Lord and Savior, our Christ Jesus, up high at Crystal Tower up in heaven, to make things that were accurate to real life. Hmm. If I go skimping and making little ceramic angels that can fit in the palm of your hand that say things like Christ on them, then I would be lying to the people who buy them.
0: So are you just sort of opposed to the kind of, like, cutesy... Depictions uh-huh. of a kind of precious moments.
1: There's no, there's no bravery or courage in those. You gotta be good at what you do. You gotta be crafty. You gotta expect people to pay good things for it.
0: I guess. Sure. And
1: yeah. she still owes me nearly 14 whole dollars.
0: Benny, I'm just curious. Um, how does this sort of approach to angel sculpture uh, affect the store on the whole having many gigantic objects like that.
3: Well, it's certainly kind of a problem in the back room. There's uh, not as much walking space as there used to be when it first uh, closed down. And then you could just, you could play hacky sack with yourself back there and it was pretty mm-hmm. dope. But, but now it's a lot harder. Uh, I will say that the level of artistry in these carvings has been, uh, seem to have drawn in more foot traffic. People do come in to, to marvel at the etched uh, musculature and idealized bodies that they'll see. I don't see a lot of people actually leaving with them. They're
1: just heavy to walk out with. That's why they never get a stall.
3: Well, that's true. You do have a low uh, threshold for shrink. You're, you're top and... Uh, In all of the stalls, nobody's stealing your stuff because it all weighs at least 700 pounds.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Damn.
1: It brings reputation to this place. People think that this is just some flea market in in a dead house. But what it really is, now I've made it a place of God. I have brought reputation to this place. There's billboards on the side of the highway now saying if you want to see eight-foot-tall angels, you just go to the big Kmart.
3: Did you put those billboards there?
1: You're welcome, I did.
3: Yeah, I, I asked you not to do that.
1: I'm driving sales here. Mm. And you can't tell me that I do something that's going to work. I'm going to do it. I ain't even going to ask permission or forgiveness.
3: Fair enough. Very Christian of you, thank well, you.
1: I just wanted to say my peace, I uh, burn down Carmine's place. I uh, tell her to get my $14 back. And uh, bless the day to you and yours. Bye
3: now. There you know. See you later. God bless. Hmm.
0: Well, Carmine and Teresa sort of seem like uh difficult folks.
3: Yeah, not not all the vendors are quite so at each other's throats, but the, these two in particular are definitely uh they're a pair. They are mm. they were made to fight each other. It really feels like
0: uh just like Jesus Christ and the devil.
3: I'll I'll take your word on that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I honestly wasn't sure when I said it, but it felt kind of right, so who knows? I, I,
3: I can't deny it. You're, it sounds right to me, too. So.
0: Yeah, or maybe more like John Constantine and The
3: Devil. Did you ever see Constantine, the movie? Uh, No, I think I saw the one where he was the lawyer for The Devil. What was that one? Mm, Devil's Advocate. Yeah.
0: Dev, yeah, that was pretty cool, too.
3: Yeah, I don't remember any of it, just there was an, a lawyer. That's That's most of my takeaway.
0: Yeah, they're part of the same universe, though. Not a lot of people know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After everything mm-hmm. goes down with Al Pacino, Keanu Reeves' character realizes that he has to uh, fight the forces of hell, and so takes it on himself to be a sort of demon hunter.
3: The KCU. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. And somehow, I guess Al Pacino gets morphed into Peter Storm- Stormare, Stormare. Uh, great choice on his part. Okay, that guy's cool what? as hell
3: the devil has many faces they say Mm, so true
0: so benny i wanted to ask um as you know you know things have been opening up a little bit lately uh we're getting a lot more visitors in town are you seeing a lot more fresh faces in the flea market
3: oh definitely definitely uh it's not just the same uh eight people and the vendors uh now it's uh i'd say uh almost triple that i've seen just this week wow new people new faces uh uh, a lot of them look really confused. Some of them look glad, though. So that's good. That's oh. that's positive uh, word of mouth that's going to come from them. I'm sure of it.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, you want to get uh, a variety of different reactions, I mm-hmm. think. Well, maybe it's time for another angel vendor, you know, because I've had this idea that I've been cooking up. And as someone who knows a lot about this, I want to run it by you. What about there's still little... You know, they could fit on a shelf or in a cabinet kind of ceramic angels, but they are um, sort of the horrible visage that is described in the Old Testament and maybe the New Testament too. I can't keep those two things straight, but in the huge massive eyes that they have, they're still cute little cute little eyes like a like a precious moment. Do you think that would sell?
3: I'm sure there's somebody who wants a nice, small, delicate reminder of the horrors that come from the heaven above. So uh, it may not be a big market. You might uh, you might want to do some focus testing before you bring it in, set up a booth. But yeah, you, you might get somewhere.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, I'll have to learn how to sculpt and all of that shit. You know what? That's going to take a long time. Might, we'll just forget that for
3: now. You could get a 3D printer, you know.
0: Oh, I've always wanted one of those. Seems very cool.
3: They're they're very hip.
0: Yeah, man. If I wasn't really poor, I should, I would do that. We gotta forget about that for now because we're focused on radio, and it is time to take another caller. So let's do that. Hello, another caller. You're on.
2: Hi, my name is Miss Trisha Thumpins. Uh, my pronouns are they she. Uh, and I heard that this was a complaint line. Um, so okay. I had bought a lamp at the Demon Lamp booth, uh, and I really like it. It looks very good, um, and the light is, I'm not, well, okay, it's, I think it's a good lamp, but I do have this one little problem with it. So, again, I really like the lamp. It has, like, really cool, like, designs on the, the like, neck of it. It's gold. It's, like, this kind of, like, art deco kind of designs. The only problem is that flies come out of it. Um, like, thousands upon thousands of flies come out of the lamp.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, and I don't just li-
0: randomly or
2: like they're streaming out of the lamp. Um, um and so like my house, I, it's not a big house. It's you know, I I am I'm, I'm proud of my house, but it's not that big. And now it is full of flies, which I don't I don't mind a fly or two, you know, and I'm I'm not too squeamish, but. Thousands of flies covering everything in my apart in my in my home is unsettling. Gross. Yeah, it's yeah. gross. It's gross.
0: Terrible. It's mm. very
2: bad. Um. So yeah, I tried to call the demon the number uh, on the little card that comes with the lamp for the demon lamp booth. Um. But all I heard, um, was laughter and I think crying. On the other mm. line, so again, I'm I'm I love the lamp very much. I just don't love the thousands upon thousands of flies, and I'm just trying. May may I don't even really want to return. I just want some help with like troubleshooting, maybe.
3: Uh, mm. Have Have you tried opening a window? Have you tried letting the flies out that way? Oh, good idea.
2: I opened my wi- windows, um, and I took the little the little screens out. I was like, that's pretty good. But then more flies came out of the lamp. Um, Mm. It seems like the lamp could sense that I'd opened a window and to punish me had sent out more flies.
3: It had to maintain a correct ratio of flies. Yeah. Okay.
2: Like a a sprinkling of flies over all of the surfaces within my home.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, have Have you tried, like,. Do you have like an old wine cork or something that you can put on it so they don't stream out? Like just plug up the hole. Maybe you've ah. got like some some liquid drywall nails, things, like like that, like okay. construction equipment.
2: I I have it. I have some paper mache. Could that be me one? Uh
3: once it dries, I believe it is flyproof. Uh but that sounds right. Uh if it's still wet, I'm not sure exactly how. How strong it is against uh, a force of flies. That's, that's I, a it,
2: lot of flies. Um, I I'm willing to try that out. Um, again, it's just such a lovely lamp, and I got a good deal for it, so I don't want to throw it out. So yeah, maybe I'll I'll work on like a fun design for the paper mache.
3: Yeah. Uh, have you considered just leaning into the pestilence, like really just identifying with it and making that part of your whole vibe at your house
0: Uh, you're just the fly house from now on
3: maybe yeah like Um, I mean it it could be really great come the the scary Halloween times like that that could be a thing
2: Yeah, I mean it is kind of fun walking through my house and the flies moving I feel like I'm moving through like sand but it's flies
3: Mm -hmm. so that's kind -hmm. of neat
2: It's, uh, uh, I mean, it is awful, but there's like a part of me that's like, this is, this could be me, this could be my thing, but I don't, I don't like that the lamp is choosing that identity for me, but. Hmm.
3: You did choose the lamp. So in a way you did choose choose this identity.
2: You're right. Mm. Well, that gives me a lot to think about, and I got to remember how to do paper mache. I don't. I don't think I've bought a newspaper in a lot of times. So i got to get some paper.
0: Yeah, you can uh. just steal them.
2: I, yeah. I didn't want to say that on the radio, but I am going to probably steal the newspaper. Mm. Yeah.
0: You yeah, um, can just steal.
2: I'm going to steal it. Yeah, I'm going to go steal some newspaper and I guess f- figure out if flies are my vibe or not.
3: All right. Excellent.
2: Yeah. Th- thank you. All
0: right. Bye. 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 Thanks for calling.
3: That's weird. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I feel a little bad about that one, trying to re- reverse psychology. But uh, trying to trying to get those fallen angels to take any kind of customer complaint seriously is a whole lot harder. So,
0: Yeah, it seems like kind of uh, the opposite of their nature, really.
3: Yeah, A little bit, yeah, I think so.
0: Why would you want to buy something from a demon?
3: I mean, uh, apparently it did look like a dope-ass lamp.
0: Sure, yeah, but I mean, you gotta know. It's like something. There's always something fucked up about it.
3: In this case, that certainly seems to be true. Yes.
0: Mm. I mean, do you get does the does the demon typically do good business? That's
3: not as fucked up. I mean, by good business, do you mean like do they bring in money or do they like help people? Because um... they bring in money, they do not help people. That I feel like the name of demon surrounded by all of these angels is. Should be everyone's big red flag, but uh, no, they ju- they just keep buying stuff.
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, if people are buying, that's that's just the free market, baby.
3: That, that's capitalism at its finest. There.
0: Yeah, if you want to buy a a beautiful lamp that has a curse on it, you know, more power to you.
3: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Down with all the regulations. That's what I've been saying lately.
3: They never really helped people. This is better this way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's not true. Anyways, let's keep this going. Uh, hopefully, it's not just going to be the complaint hour because that's no fun. So maybe we can talk to someone who actually has something uh, useful to say about angels right now, perhaps. Uh, next caller, you're on.
5: Hey, are we on fire tonight or what, gang? Uh, you guess it. This is Dallas Hobart Cowboys. And I go by he, him, and I need your help.
0: Okay, for what?
5: Are you tired of what has happened to the sporting community? Maybe. Are you tired of all these crooks with wings stealing games from you?
3: No, uh, I am, I, um, actually. Uh.
5: Are you tired of going to your stepson's Little League game and watching the opposing team win because they have had the help and aid of angels?
0: Does that happen a lot?
5: Invisible angels that have helped them do Insurmountable feats of physical fitness.
0: Is this a common occurrence?
5: This happens, it's rampant. It's
3: it is it has personally happened to me, Pan. It oh. uh it really it really puts a damper on your uh your nine year old self's dreams of Preach. becoming a baseball master when instead a a a little boy is able to seemingly fly thirty feet into the air to catch your amazing uh home run hit and then making it an out so you lose. It,
5: that is so fucked up what happened to you.
3: Uh-huh. It,
5: I'll listen it, to it. I'll listen it to all hurts. these stories. These angels are ruining lives out there in these little league games. Huh. These angels need to be put down like a sick
3: fucking dog. What? Well, that that part sounds a little extreme. Also, I don't know that you can put angels down like that. I, I don't, There's got to be a place they...
5: where they go when angels die.
3: I don't think you can euthanize angels. You think angels.
5: they just live forever uh, up in uh, heaven with Jesus Christ in his crystal tower high up there in the heaven? Y- yes. Maybe. There's only one way to find out. We got I need y'all to sign this petition that I've been putting around. It. You'll see it in church. You'll see it at the community center. You'll see it at the special Kmart. I need you to sign this petition so we can bring fairness back to the league of sport. Mm-hmm. I'm sick and tired of it.
3: I would be willing to sign a petition that would limit, if not outright ban, uh, the use of angel and angel enhanced abilities in sporting events. But I'm, I'm not sure I'm on board with uh, angel euthanizing. That seems... well, That would come next. Yeah, no, no. They that's what I'm saying. So. Like, like we can just stop. They
5: need to fear us.
3: We, no, we should just stop at the, at the banning of the sports interference. That's, that's it. That's all you got to do. We don't have to take another step. Probably that would be for the best.
5: We'll see how you feel after we've taken a few walks down this path together.
0: Mm. It sounds like you're going to have a hard time getting people to join you on the path if uh, you, you know, state the destination. It involves a lot of killing.
5: You'd be surprised how many demons have signed my petition already.
0: Well, yeah, they're biased. With future and they're not voters. They're not registered voters. Look, Dallas, um, question. Answer. All right, perfect. Um, moving on. No. So one of the best moments probably in sporting history is that time that a bird flew in the way of Randy Johnson's 99-mile-per-hour badass two-seam fastball. And did get killed forever. And I guess what I'm wondering is. I
5: remember that I was there. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Go figure. Lucky my dad, you.
5: Paul made me serve hot dogs at the hot dog stand there. I didn't see it, but I was there. Yeah, I got yeah, the I mean, time card to prove it. I got it framed over my mantelpiece.
0: Cool, man. Whatever. Look, what I'm asking is angels, angels have wings. Uh, you know, we know this. A winged creature is an angel are birds angels and was that bird uh angelic interference
5: i think that is a really interesting question the way that i would put it is um yes birds are angels because angels are technically any creature with wings any creature that isn't supposed to have wings that has wings and that was some sort of pigeon that got killed and there are flatless pigeons so i would say based on that info that that was an angel it was in its many form to try to trick us and make us think that it was not interfering and it got put down the way it should and it's proof that angels can't be killed
0: hmm interesting
5: and they should have called the game right there and then
0: i guess but so here's Cold the thing for a mistrial. if if you ban angels from sports then that could in theory prevent that from ever happening again
5: that is the aim
0: yeah okay i'm but not you sure say that
5: was a good experience like you had watching that? Watching a uh, living creature get killed on, on the television?
0: Um, I mean, probably the best instance of a living creature being killed that I've seen.
3: I, I I don't think I saw it get killed. It just sort of poofed into feathers and then was gone. You, yeah. I can't vaporized. confirm that it, it didn't just disappear.
5: If I had my way, either we put them down or we.
3: Hmm.
0: make What if instead of that, uh, just we started letting angels in the league, like, but on a more uh, official level, like they they play first base, so they don't give an unfair advantage to a nine year old or whatever. They just, you know, they're they're on the team now,
3: like an angel base coach kind of thing. Like, but they saying if they should
0: run or not? Children then. Okay, and well magical, then it should be
5: eternal adults as well.
0: Well, yeah, but okay, so the adults can be in the adult league, obviously, and the kid angels can be in the kids league.
3: That sounds more fair, yeah.
5: Now, see, I got an anecdote for you that might teach you a little bit something, so get to learning by getting to listening here. My experience in Little League was brief. I was not a good player, I was severely unenthused by the game of baseball because I was an idiot child.
0: Hmm, okay.
5: But one day, one magical day, I got up to the plate. Bottom of the ninth, they'd already used all the batters that were good. So the the coach made me drag my feet out of the dugout. He made me spit out all the shreddy gum that I'd stuffed into my cheeks. And I went out there. I touched the plate with the bat, and I shimmy my legs, and I look up at the pitcher. And this—it's this hulking nightmare person, big tall person, and they got piercing, scary eyes and a massive beard. Okay. And I'm staring down at them. I'm eight years old. And I'm like, this is going to be the day that I die. And then they threw a ball at me so fast that I had to close my eyes to hit it. And I did hit it. And I hit it out of the park. We won the game. Uh- now, cut to 50 years later. My father, Dallas Hobart Cowboys Sr., is dying on his deathbed because he ate shrimp when he were allergic to it.
3: Mm. His deathbed was
5: more or less a, a chair in a, a restaurant. And he said to me, he whispered in my ear, uh, Dallas Hobart Cowboys, that's me. I'm not a junior. I'm just without the senior. He said, okay. remember that game you played? That was me pitching the ball. I dressed myself up as a child and I pitched you an easy ball so that you would hit it out of the park and that you would become a success in life because your self-esteem was big and tall. Did it work? Well, what he didn't know is that I had an EpiPen in my pocket. I could have saved his life. But when he told me that my whole life was a lie, I let him die.
0: Oh, my God, Dallas. That got real dark real fast. Yeah. I trying to think I don't like you very much.
5: I did what I had to because he lied to me his whole life. I thought I was a big, strong batter. I, I never played another game because I thought, you know, you got to quit while you're ahead. And now I own several used car dealerships.
3: Well, that's kind of good
5: based on my Little League reputation.
3: Hmm. That's a weird thing to base car dealerships off of.
0: Yeah.
5: So that just goes to say, don't interfere with Little League. It'll mess kids up for the rest of their life.
3: Yeah, I feel like
0: that whole anecdote was just a big waste of our time. And you sort of like confessing to murder by omission.
3: Also, it, it didn't have anything to do with Angels. That was, oh, no. what was, I was just your getting dad. Is
5: you all wanted Angels to play in Little League with kids, and this was the... The result of an adult playing with kids in Little League is he threw the game and he ruined my life.
3: But but you were happy. Yeah, it went pretty well, ostensibly. But it was
5: based on a lie, so it wasn't real happy, was it? It was lie happy.
3: That's not so bad. Yeah, I feel like you're getting farther and farther away from having my support on this uh, ban of angels in sports, you know?
5: Well, you know where to find the petition. I gotta go hang up some more around town. Uh, tell your friends, tell your folks, tell your folks' folks, tell your partners, tell your dog, because they can sign their, their names as well.
3: Dog, so. Dogs can't vote. No. All right, yeah.
5: toodaloo, I miss you already.
0: Okay, bye. Thank you for calling. I feel like we really got off the path there, huh, Benny?
3: Yeah, that 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 started one place and definitely spiraled in an entirely different direction. I, I wasn't expecting it.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely not going to sign the petition. Uh,
3: No, I try not to support murderers, usually.
0: Yeah, some of the worst people. I guess I'm glad it's all out there now, so people will know, can make an informed decision when it comes to this whole thing.
3: Yeah, well, you, you gotta know who does the patricide and who just, you know, doesn't like having unfair advantages in sports.
0: And so often those things go hand in hand, This is sort of the weird part.
3: Yeah, it's odd, right? Yeah. Well...
0: Whatever, uh, not much more to say about that, let's get another caller, huh? Sounds great. Yeah, here we go, caller, you're on.
2: Hey there,
1: Pam, it's Pam, she, her.
0: What's going on, Pam? Been a while.
1: I ain't got time for that, I need your help, I need to okay. find myself a holy spear, and I don't need you to ask me what it's for, and I do not have any time for fakes. No fake spears.
0: Hmm, we talking about like, like just any old holy spear, like spear of, spear of Longinus?
1: What the hell do you think? I don't know. I need a very special Holy Spirit. Damn it. I need it to be particular length, nine feet long, and I need it. Damn I need it yesterday.
0: Oh, shoot.
1: I'm looking um. all over this fake-ass Kmart. And I don't see
3: it. None of the vendors really have weapons. Most of what they have is, like, decorative. Not really, not a lot of it's functional. Well, there's the lamp, the demon lamp vendor. But otherwise, it's it, it's mostly just decorations. There's not a whole lot of... Uh, tools and uh, weapons for killing and the like, there.
1: Yeah, you know, Kmart used to stand for something. Used to it, have standards. It, it the, used to mean something around here to wear a Kmart shirt and say, How may I help you?
3: It, it did. There used to be but,
1: value here. K-
3: but Kmart's gone. This is just a flea market inside the abandoned Kmart. Well, uh,
1: you can kiss this ass goodbye because it's gone too. Pam uh, out!
0: Oh, okay. Well, bye. Hmm wonder what she needs a spear for. Holy spirit, that's sort of suspicious.
3: I'm going to choose to not want to know.
0: That's probably smart. Now that you mention it, can't be anything good. I just hope it's not something that ends up, uh, you know, affecting me at all. There'll probably
3: be no real repercussions for that. Don't worry uh, about
0: it. Well, yeah, I'm willing to just assume that that's the case. Uh, let's forget about it and take another caller uh, right now. Hello, next caller, you're on. Caller, hello. Can you hear it? Uh,
3: this must just be something weird. Uh, hanging up. Whatever. Oh, I I think that was Sir Sir. Who? the uh, sorry uh they're they're the biblically accurate angel that hangs out at the the flea market they're not really they don't sell anything they just kind of show up because other angel things are there they're fine they they don't they don't mean any harm i i think that's just kind of how they are
0: oh weird um were they trying to communicate something to me
3: uh hard to say they're they're mostly just wings and eyeballs kind of circling around each other in ways that don't seem physically possible, uh, mm. and yet you still witness it and feel fear and joy all at the same time. But uh, I don't know that they're trying to get any particular message across.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well, do people at the store like that?
3: It it varies from customer to customer. Sure. Uh, some of them feel very uh, touched. Uh, some of them uh, flee in fear. You know, sometimes they'll knock some things down. I got to help clean those up. That's that's a pain. Uh. But uh, generally, uh, I mean, they're not there all the time, so it's, it's usually not a problem.
0: Sure. Right. Got it. Uh, maybe I should stop by sometime. You know, I've always wanted to meet uh, a real scary angel.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, I feel like it's usually Wednesdays-ish, but there's it's not like a set schedule. You, mm. It's kind of hit and miss. I, I think angel time's a little different than regular person-ish time.
0: Got it. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Maybe I'll drop by on Wednesday, see what happens. Uh, or not, you know. Who knows. But uh, that is a bridge I'll cross on Wednesday. For now, let's keep these calls going. Uh, got another one right here. Hello. You're on.
6: Uh, hi, uh, my name is Walter Jr. My pronouns are he, they... Um and I'm just outside the the flea market that's in the abandoned Kmart. Um I just had this like really weird experience while I was in there and I don't I don't know exactly what it means. I it was just like super weird and I saw this nice old man like this nice old man came up to me and I was having kind of this bad day. So I, I came down to the flea market. I don't know cuz I I, th- I was hoping it would like make me feel better or something. And then like as I was talking to this old man um i i saw my future like i i like i saw all these like scenes of like what my future will be like like i saw that like my wife was like really sad and like my brother died in a, a war and my business collapsed and like the uh, just like all these bad things happen but it all seemed to like come back to the fact that like I didn't buy a soft pretzel at the at, at at like the little kiosk and I don't understand what I just experienced and I was I don't know exact I just thought like uh Benny like you know works there and, like might know what it was
3: huh. Oh yeah uh that's that's definitely uh clearance you you've just been cleared for sure I have
0: been cleared Like it was on sale N- N-
3: like No clearance the, the angel. He shows you what life would be like if you made different choices. And it usually shows you how terrible your life would be if you don't do the thing that you're thinking about doing. Okay. Uh, and uh, so it sounds like uh, y- you really should buy that pretzel.
6: But I don't have any cash. And it's a cash-only...
3: It is a yeah, cash-only kiosk, uh-huh. uh-huh. I
6: don't... I don't want my brother to die in a war because I don't have a cash.
0: Okay. Go I'll get g- some cash.
6: I'll go find an yeah, it... ATM. I gotta. Okay. I gotta find. I'll. Okay. I gotta go. I gotta find the ATM. Jesus Christ. I gotta. Okay. All right. Sorry. Um. I guess. fucking me Clarence. Uh, um. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Uh. Bye. Bye. Thanks for calling. That's weird. That's... So Clarence can show you the future.
3: Yeah. It it's, it's kind of weird because he's. It doesn't really have a booth per se it just kind of has random artifacts items strewn about and if if somebody like looks at one and says like "Oh, I kind of want that it, he he then like comes up to him and he he, he clearances them mm. but he it he doesn't always have the same stuff it's not like always soft pretzels it's not always sure. yeah it, it's 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 sort of random it's symbolic for the individual i guess i I don't really know how he makes money from it but that it's what he does
0: Huh. weird is, are his predictions of the future or his visions of the future whatever are they accurate like do you think this person's brother is really gonna die if they don't oh get the yeah pretzel?
3: absolutely uh from what i've seen it's 100 percent accurate it's ironclad oh so uh i i really hope that they're able to you know dig through the couch cushions and find some loose change to buy that pretzel
0: yeah it gotta be like two dollars or something.
3: I mean, it sounds like this is, in fact, an extremely important pretzel.
0: Yeah. Is there a possibility that Clarence is pulling the strings behind the scenes?
3: Oh, absolutely. I, I think that's entirely possible, but I have no way to prove it.
0: Huh. Okay. That's fucked up, man. Clarence scheming to get people's brothers sent to war.
3: Hmm. Well, when you put it in that light, it does seem pretty, uh... Whew. It's, that's a little rough, yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah, someone should look into this guy. Won't be me, though. I don't have time for that.
3: I just don't care enough, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, what? whatever. It's not my business. My business is this. Taking phone calls. Talking to people. And that's what we're going to keep doing. Because uh, we've got another caller on. Ready to go. Hello, uh, next caller.
7: Uh, Hey there, this is Chris Angel. He, him. <laughs> you know, there's a really big problem out there for me. You know, I took me a really long time to build my reputation but now there's some clown out there who's calling themselves Chris Angel they're impersonating me and they claim that they're the real Chris Angel when I'm the real Chris Angel you know C R I S S you know what I mean
0: um okay I
3: mean, we we do have a Chris Angel impersonator it, is isn't that you caller
7: no i'm the real one
3: yeah that that's that's what they say
7: no i'm the real one i'm you know what you don't even believe me Oh, I hate to do this to you, bud. You seem cool. You seem chill, but I'm gonna have to mind freak you right now on on the air.
3: Whoa, that doesn't sound good. I don't believe this would be possible. Yeah, it was where I'm not anywhere near you,
7: brother. Check your pocket right now.
3: My pocket? Yeah. Uh, okay. I was... <laughs> Oh,
0: what do you got there, Benny? Uh, um.
3: Well, this is uh uncomfortable for sure. I. I don't know what's in here, but I'm. You're I gotta gonna have to say it what out. it
7: is because it sounds really bad.
3: Uh, uh, it feels like. Did, did you put an orange in my pocket? Oh, God. oh I squeezed it. There's juice all in. Uh,
7: Correction, I mind freaked an orange into your pocket. Uh, uh, no,
3: can, can we get pull a Benny
7: ball
0: towel up in there. It's, <sighs> The orange exploded.
3: It's, it's gonna get really sticky are tight. later. Yeah.
0: I don't. Just shouldn't have put an orange in there.
3: Yeah.
7: You shouldn't and have doubted time... my power there, Benny.
0: Was that your whole mind freak?
7: That's the whole mind freak.
3: Orange in pocket?
7: I mean, you didn't see me do it, did you?
3: No. I I wasn't expecting it for sure. Can you explain how I did it? I don't know. You can't because it's a mind freak. That's
7: what makes it a mind freak. It's not about why, it's about how.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sold. I was hoping there would be like a card trick or something. Card
7: tricks are so twenty years ago. Orange tricks are everywhere. It's the new thing.
3: I, I, now I gotta wash these pants, man. Now that
7: people stop boycotting oranges. They're back.
3: Oh, uh, you say so.
7: I got gigs to go do, so I'll have to freak you later. Okay. Uh, uh, Bye, y'all.
3: Thanks Bye. for the ruined pants.
7: I'm the real one. Sure.
3: Is that all this guy does? Well, I mean, to be honest, the, the impersonator doesn't really... Like, he does the, the card trick things, or like, the, the, the fake nail is hammered into his hands... But then look, it's behind your ear. You wow. got mind freaked. But this is a lot messier. This is a lot pulpier. Uh-huh. I'm, uh, if I had to choose between the two, I'm going to take our impersonator, honestly.
0: Okay. But you're saying this is so this is the real Chris Angel mind freak.
3: Uh, I, I don't know about that, but that was definitely a real orange in my pocket, and it is definitely oh. unpleasant now.
0: Very fragrant, too. Would you describe your mind as freaked?
3: Uh, I would describe it as annoyed.
0: Okay, yeah. Close, but not, not the same.
3: It seems a little off the mark.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe not the real mind freak. Whatever. Um, I'm not really sure what the point of all that was.
3: Uh, I, some kind of weird flex, I guess.
0: Yeah, really got us. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I think we got time for one more caller. So, let's go ahead and do that now. Last caller, you're on. Howdy.
2: Uh, It's me, Shelly. My pronouns are she, her. And I'm just calling in because y'all, you know, are talking about angels. And I just love my sweet angels. And I love talking about them. And just bragging about my sweet angels that I love so much. Uh, And, and... You know, I have... Shelly,
0: I'm not sure we're on the same page. What? Are you about to tell us about, like, your grandkids or a dog or something?
2: No, these are my grandkids. I'll tell you all about them. Uh, So, I have them. They're in my basement. I keep them down there safe so they can be close to me all the time. And, uh, you know, I got John Travolta down there. And I got Christopher Lloyd. And I got Tilda Swinton. And, oh, you know what? David Borean is... Uh, and my newest angel is Misha Collins, and, you know, I'm always open to expanding, you know, my collection of my sweet angels that I love so much. I love to look at them, and, you know, uh, I take care of them, I feed them, and I water them, and, and I love them so much, and I do, I do like going to that flea market, you know, Cause I like to decorate their their place so they can be like, you're an Angel, look at this little figurine of an angel," and like that. I you know that would make them happy. So that so are
0: these like Funko Pops that you have, like no, yeah, like action figures.
2: No, no, I don't. Have, I don't play with dolls. I mean, I like the figurines that I get at, at the flea market. But no, no, no. These are these are human people. These are these are the. the it's John Travolta. He's a man, and you know, I, I I invited him to my basement, and now he lives there uh, with other angels. You know, Christopher Lloyd, uh, Jello Swinton, David Moranis, Misha Collins. Those are my angels.
0: Sorry. So, have you kidnapped these people?
2: I mean, that seems a little harsh. It took some convincing for them to come into my basement and be living there. But you know, it's very nice. I made it very nice down there. They have, you know, clean sheets, and I I cook them a hot meal every day. So that that that's good. I play the music. We listen to Shania Twain. Twenty four seven, and that seems to keep that they seem to like that. I there she's my favorite musical artist.
0: Shelly, where do you live?
2: I live in town.
3: To whereabouts? Yeah. Well, do you have like a an address that we could share on the radio?
2: Well, that's a little. For princ- instance, I don't. I I like to keep to myself. I like to be private. You know, I I don't want to be sharing that No.
3: Uh it's There's
7: somebody out there.
2: Oh, you know what? Sometimes my angels, they they get a little fussy. They get a little... Yeah, I got... Yeah, sounds like I
0: gotta go. Sorry. Toodles. Man, I wish we had gotten that address, huh, Benny? Because that's concerning.
3: It it sounds like uh, she just had a, a bunch of actors who played angels on TV, a movie, and has stuffed them in her basement in a very disturbing fashion
0: yeah one of the worst things you can do um i hope they're okay
3: i mean she seemed to be treating them nice in her description so we should probably just trust her right
0: Mm, no
3: no okay probably not probably not all right all right
0: um well that's something that we should probably look into this week but we're out of time for this particular show so we gotta wrap it up um, maybe real quick we can think about what we learned did we learn anything I mean other than Shelly is holding several people captive Yeah, that's, that's one that's thing a I didn't
3: know. Uh, well we learned about a, a possible patricide
0: Yeah, yeah I would say someone should look into that one too but it's kind of over and done with and it's like what are we okay. gonna do about it now
3: Uh, oh, yeah, we learned, uh, we learned that somebody really should buy that soft pretzel if they love their brother.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, just in general, I guess if you meet Clarence, like, buy the thing or whatever. Yeah, just do whatever you gotta do.
3: Do whatever Clarence says, man. It's better for you. Yeah. In all the ways.
0: Um, I guess watch out for that mind freak. Um, he's back and he is doing a lot of more orange material.
3: Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of angel, angel lovers, angel perpetrators uh, come in all shapes and sizes, and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad.
0: Mm, So true. All right. Well, that was all. Sure was things that we learned, huh? And that's all. That's all we got, folks. So thank you, Benny, for coming on the show. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, We will talk to you next week. Bye. Next time on Subtle Frequencies. Billy, where'd you learn to play that sick tuba chord? That
7: tuba's so funky. You're really slapping that too, Bill. I learned it over at Tuba Stank.
2: Wow! (laughs) What you put in that fucking stew? It's prime my goddamn cheeks off! Pepper. Damn it, you know I hate that.
0: Sorry. A
2: s- soup a day keeps Dr. Pepper away.
0: Hey there, stranger, you need a ride? Oh man,
3: yeah, I do so lucky you
0: were out here in the middle of the night on this road of course yeah no. you know i just uh just out for a late night late night cruise uh you know how it is
3: oh, i could dig it yo all right yeah say uh where
0: where are we are we getting close to uh all the signs just say town is that right
3: yeah 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 town's just down the road that's where i'm going how about you oh perfect i guess i guess that's where i'm going Wow, what a serendipitous circumstance. This is awesome.
0: Hey man, uh, yeah, you know what? Why don't you- why don't you drive?
3: Oh sure, I could take a spin at the wheel. No problem, man. Yeah, I'll just get out. I'll just get out right here. Wait, get Uh out? What? Yeah. Are are you- are you cool if I just keep going to town then? Yeah,
0: that's fine. I- I think I got close enough. I'll- I'll get the rest of the way on foot. All right, uh, thanks, I guess. For the car? No problem. All right. right. Good luck, stranger.
3: Thanks, man. Oh, wow. All right, things are finally turning my way. This has been such a lucky...
0: All right, all loose ends tied up.